What's up, guys, and welcome back to The Real Talk Podcast. This week, I kind of had some trouble figuring out what I wanted to talk about. I debated whether I even wanted to post anything at all, but that's kind of how it works, right? With most things, or like most things we do, we sit and we weigh our options and decide if what we're conflicted about is actually worth it or not. Obviously, to me, this is worth it. So for me, from there, it's just about deciding on a topic, and I don't really live the most exciting life right now, so it's not like I'm flooded with new life experiences or lessons to share with you guys, but more often than not, the answer we're so desperately looking for in most situations is right in front of us. It literally took me sitting and thinking for a little bit five days in a row just to understand that I need to stop trying to overcomplicate things. So before we jump into what I decided on, let's run this week's intro. Alright, so a few weeks ago we talked a little bit about time management. We talked about while dealing with any type of relationship, as life goes on, there are certain levels of expectation that only increase over time. The longer the relationship lasts, the more there is going to be expected of you. Whether that's your support or your presence at certain events or situations, the reason that level of expectation increases is because throughout time, you've made certain decisions on whether that time and effort you'd need to give is worth keeping the relationship around or not. And when it's not, those levels of expectation are no longer met or upheld. Ring a bell? Well, that's the case with everything we experience every day. To start things off this episode, I want to talk a little bit about how much time we truly have or don't have in our lives and how we utilize our energy and that time we're given. And I could sit here and ramble off life expectancies or what you should or shouldn't have accomplished up to this point in your life, but if you've been around here for a while, you probably know already that that's not what I'm going to do. So let's talk about how to better manage your time. Let's talk about how some outlets are okay as long as they're managed. Nobody expects perfection in an imperfect world. Let's talk about how we're going to help each other be a little more wise with what and who we give our energy and effort to. And let's talk about what it's going to take or what's stopping you from leveling up into the next updated version of you. Outlets make us feel safe, whether it's a positive or a negative outlet. Some watch TV, listen to music, some drink or smoke, some take baths, some go for a run, some play video games, and some just like to talk. I don't need to talk anymore about how 2020 has affected everyone in one way or another, but throughout this year we've fallen back on our outlets to help us feel more secure. Some maybe more than they should have. Me. And when that happens, it's going to consume chunks of your day where you would normally do things that are more productive. Now your days lack substance. The I have time, I can do it later mentality that's fucked us so many times in the last several months. If the country is shut down, my ass can be shut down from time to time too. And that was me in March. It's now a day away from November. And I swear I didn't see it coming, and we often don't. Maybe I spent this day smoking to consume my time, maybe I spent this day drinking, or this one searching for new music because I had done all the cooking and cleaning possible the first month of quarantine to keep myself busy. Well, early spring has now turned into winter, a few days into weeks, weeks to months, and here I am. Walking around my block doesn't hit the same when it's cold as shit every day and night nowadays. So what do I do? 
I'm not in a good spot mentally for whatever reason, and I have all of this free time. Like we've said time and time again, it takes time to develop bad habits, which is essentially spending time unlearning the positive or at least better ones you had before. Meanwhile, we had all assumed we could just snap out of it in a day and go back to how things were, but when we've spent day after day doing things to help us distract from things like missing out on your graduation or your prom, or so much socially your first year of college, or maybe not seeing your friends or family, financial struggles or school struggles, the parents who not only work but are now balancing kids at home every day as well, or the oldest child who has now become a parent figure in the blink of an eye to help with the household. Maybe it's a breakup or a loss or the young adult who just spends time alone because they're battling with re-entering any kind of social scene because their mind is trained to be at the house. Well, that last part was me. That's my struggle. It's Halloween weekend. I check my Snapchat memories every day, and the old me would have been fucking hyped right about now. The day before Halloween, what's the move? What's the plan? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to be, but I'm going to be somewhere, and I'm going to be fucked up having fun. The mindset of most teens or young adults. Not this year. I've been invited places. Actually, it surprises me how often I have for how often I duck and dodge people. But back to the point. I've allowed my outlets to consume me in a time period where I had more free time than I'll likely ever have again in my adult life. And I've been well aware of that for months. I've done a lot, but it hasn't been enough. As my mental state's gotten worse and worse as time has gone on, time keeps passing me while knowing I'm not doing as much as I can. Not even keeping track of days, so whenever this all ends, it can just get here as quickly as possible. Because like I said, we think we can just snap out of it in a day. And I've been waiting for that day for a while now. We've all had way too much time to get lost in our thoughts, and more often than not, these thoughts aren't going to be positive. Should they be? Absolutely, but I don't lie to you guys. If I'm wrong, tell me. Exactly. So what's the root of all these toxic-ass thoughts? What's the root to always assuming we're failing because we go through a period where we get caught up and maybe just don't get shit done as efficiently? Our mind and our thoughts are a reflection of what we choose to fill it with. What are we doing when we overuse these outlets? What are you spending all this time looking at? What content are we consuming? What kind of people are we hanging around? What are these things doing for our mental state? Well, that's where I get you guys involved, and throughout the week I asked a pretty decent amount of people some questions about their use of outlets throughout this time and what it is they do or use to consume their time when they felt they've had too much of it. Maybe you're the one who's watching the movies over and over about the people who eventually fall in love only to go sleep alone in your bed again that night. Maybe you're the one who dodges his real-life friends or the chance to make real-life friends to play video games because it's not as stressful. Maybe you're the one who's constantly at the gym because you were worried about the way people saw you when the only person not comfortable with who you are is you. We fill our minds with these ideas, these movies, the thoughts or comparisons to our favorite actors or TikTok stars who are living these glamorous lives in these insane houses in the Hollywood Hills or at least acting like it. What do you expect your mind to do? I can do that. Why isn't it that easy for me? Why did that relationship end up working and mine didn't in that movie you've seen six times now? Why do I look different but feel the same after your second straight week of two-a-day workouts, only to be partnered with the most toxic and imperfect generation this world has ever seen thanks to the abilities and freedoms of social media? 
You can lip sync a song or make a joke that offends just one person and it's game over. We've seen videos get hundreds of thousands of likes in a matter of minutes and we aren't blind to the fact that the first few people to interact with a post on the internet kind of sets the tone for how the post will do. It's all trendy. It's cool to follow along with what's in front of your eyes. TikTok itself is an app designed for copying trends. Why wouldn't the comments on those videos be the exact same? Say there's a TikTok a 22-year-old white guy made. That's my lane, so I'll stay in it. And the TikTok is of whatever. If the first few comments can find a way to make fun of him and do, the rest will also. And they'll bully the shit out of that guy. If the first few comments compliment the homie, like guys supporting guys, then the boys will follow. If it's cringe and the first few comments say that, then everyone's going to say that. There's no in-between because everyone just piles onto it. The most liked comment stays at the top of the comment section for any listeners that may not know. So that first comment, whether it's supporting or making fun of homeboy, will be the first thing everyone sees when they click on the comment section. That's why when you see a really cringe video, you impulsively go straight to the comments because you know that kid's getting bullied. And sometimes that shit's funny and I won't even lie, it's just part of posting on the internet. With the chance you have of going viral, the chances of you getting bullied are 10,000 times more likely. And TikTok is the example because it's obviously the most popular new app in the world right now. Everyone uses Instagram and Snapchat, but there's no algorithm that allows you the exposure to the world that TikTok does. So not only are we using an app that's designed to have content creators copy each other's trends, but when that's the case, you're always going to be comparing your videos and your worth to someone doing better numbers than you. And for those who are saying I'm dumb as shit, it's the same way you'd compare yourself to the other person that plays your position fighting for your spot who maybe outplayed you last week, or the person in your class who's doing 1% better than you in a competitive program, or the one who wins employee of the month every month when you've been working your ass off. And don't get me wrong, some of the shit's funny. Like I told you, I won't lie, but when I see someone getting absolutely destroyed by the comments who's not asking for it, I try to drop some positivity in there. And trust me, there are some people on there that are just asking for it, and I won't deny that. Regardless, my comment is one amongst thousands saying something completely different. Something like that can do a lot to our minds that we don't even realize. The internet holds the potential for so much good, but twice as much bad. So, back to the topic of discussion, you. How do you simply dodge that? Well, you know me, I'm realistic, I don't lie to you, so I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You aren't just going to delete all your social media and live life that way. That's impossible in 2020. You'll fall behind and never catch up socially. But there are alternatives, and this isn't just for TikTok. Fuck TikTok. This is advice for your life in general. There's a difference between being ignorant and offensive and being just completely disrespectful and inhumane. And people in 2020 have that completely fucked up and twisted. Teens, young adults, adults, grandparents, your siblings, kids, and grandkids see you acting like jackasses online, and if they don't now, they're going to later. I'm going to speak for me here, and you guys can connect the dots, agree or disagree. Until you're proven to have every right answer and correct opinion on everything in the world, refrain from commenting on others' beliefs and opinions. Until you're universally proven to be the most attractive person in this world to everyone, refrain from commenting on other people's appearances. Until you know the answer to every problem imaginable, refrain from questioning others' intelligence. Until every joke you say is funny as fuck to everyone in the world, stop belittling others' senses of humor. And until you dominate every pro sports league, refrain from commenting on others' physical appearance. 
Until we stop being so critical of others and redirect that criticism to ourselves, we will continue to be a broken society. We're a broken world full of broken people, and we're broken because others have done us wrong, so why do we do others wrong ourselves? If we simply fixed our own problems and addressed our own demons with that same energy we use to spread so much negativity to others, I think people would be much more understanding. The majority of people couldn't sit here and say they've never made a joke about another race or another gender, or made fun of someone's weight or appearance, criticize someone for being or acting different than what they think is normal, myself included at one point or another. But that doesn't mean you deserve the death threats or the 10,000 comments completely diminishing you as a human being. Because your fake ass in the comments has done or still does that shit too. Instead, allow a lesson to be learned. Allow an opportunity to grow. Reinvent oneself. Ring a bell? And that's what we can do here with the time we're given every single day. It's a choice to leave nasty comments. It's a choice to follow accounts that troll or make fun of others. It's a choice to spend your time comparing your life to someone whose life may be better, but you wouldn't want to live anyways. It's a choice to waste time feeling bad about yourself and allowing that to be a reason why you don't pursue something you enjoy or are good at. But with anything on the internet, it's also a choice to allow the negative comments to affect you. It's a choice to delete the comment rather than fight back and stoop to that level. It's a choice to be mature enough to understand nowadays those who are the ones talking the most shit have either the most to hide or are the most insecure. It's a choice to understand everyone has made offensive jokes, they've said offensive things. It's also a choice to allow others to grow. Just because you made your offensive jokes and comments behind closed doors or for my older listeners before the internet was around doesn't make you any better than the bullshit you ramble to someone who makes a mistake now. Be constructive, but respectful. Where I live, it's okay to joke about some things you couldn't in LA. Same with LA and here. People's morals and principles differ from household to household, even more city to city and state to state. You won't agree with everyone on everything. More often than not, you'll disagree with people on things, but you get out of this world most often what you put into it. And again, we live in an imperfect world full of broken individuals, and as always, there are certain exceptions to every situation, I'm not going to fail to mention that. But I'm one of those imperfect, broken individuals, and I've lived my fair share of moments being the guy who's made fun of, and I've done my fair share of dishing it out. Does that make me the shittiest person to walk this earth? No, it makes me human. I wake up every day with 24 hours in that day just like everyone else and I can use this time I have on earth to help break down others or I can spend my time sharing my stories, my fuck ups, my hardships to help put the pieces together for others to feel whole again. Everyone is capable of finding their own way to shed some light on the darkness that floods our world and doing that brings peace to oneself. In conclusion, helping your own mental state. You can't expect to troll online and never get trolled back, bully and never get bullied, talk shit and never get it back. There's always going to be someone with something to say. Be picky about where you invest your time and energy. Rise above those who are simply trying to get a reaction out of others. The real loser is the one talking shit with no one listening. Happy Halloween. Love you guys. Peace. Don't come free, yeah. free.